podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. I gotta be honest, 2021 has not been a great year so far. And the sad thing is that um, 2020 for me was actually a pretty good year, relatively speaking. I mean, it sucked in many, many, many ways, no doubt about it. And, and I, I hated talking about that last year um, because I know how difficult that year was for so many people, even more so than it was for me, even in the ways that, they, that it sucked. But um, the initial stages of the pandemic actually brought some really good changes, like, you know, people being able to work from home, having more time uh, for the more meaningful things in life. And making friends online, you know, as we all try to support our communities and the people in it, uh, you know, that were out of work because of the shutdowns. So, you know, new businesses were emerging and some businesses were forced to transition uh, into a new type of business, a remote business, which may have been painful at first. But in the end, for many, it actually turned out to be just what the universe ordered, you know, which turns out to be reality for a lot of people generally in life. Um so many things happened in my personal life in 2020 that it far outweighed the bad things, you know, the things that I was deprived of. And by December 31st, as we approached 2021, I was actually very apprehensive, if not downright scared (laughs) of what 2021 was about to bring. And yes, a new beautiful house uh, was great, but moving in was was tough and moving generally is very difficult it's a very difficult process it takes a long period of transition and turmoil and a nice home is only a home when you can fill it with joy and laughter and good times which is something that unfortunately hasn't really been the case yet this year despite uh some of the good times here i haven't really been able to have my parents over i haven't really been able to have a lot of people over at all um And despite the good news of the vaccines becoming available, their availability was scarce for a very long time. And uh, many people have refused to consider it. And I'm not someone who tries to impose my will or my my views on anyone. And I'm not going to comment one way or another regarding vaccines. But uh, my point is that the the progress towards this semi-normalcy has been a very slow-moving progress. And I honestly think that there's this hopelessness, you know, that, that there's that this never-ending COVID saga is bringing. And it has really taken a toll on me personally, and I'm sure many people as well. So, you know, it's it's so much so that I feel like, you know, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong lately. Um, there have not been as many exciting or joyous or miraculous moments in my life this year. And uh, last year, as I'm sure you remember, because I'm pretty sure I mentioned here, it felt like anything I wanted, I could manifest. You know, I was like a master manifester. And this year, it's like I can't even get my mind to not be negative. You know, I'm like the opposite. I only manifest bad things (laughs) Um, because I keep focusing 
on what could go wrong. And I, I try to practice what I preach and focus on the positives instead of the negatives and remind myself that it's all about perspective and not let myself feel like there's some sort of dark cloud or curse or envy or whatever may be blamed or the, as the culprit for, for this micro shitstorm. <laughs> um, after all, I have great perspective generally, and I know that in life, what goes up must come down and vice versa, that it's all about contrast, that, you know, it's, it's in the darkness that we see the light, that um, it is, you know, through our greatest obstacles that we become our strongest selves. I also know very well that it's okay not to be okay sometimes. I mean, these are all episodes that I've actually talked about here. I know that I am blessed and I am so grateful for it. And simultaneously, I'm also aware of the curse of the blessed, which is when we feel like we have no right to feel our feelings. You know, we have no right to complain because our lives are filled with great things and our worries appear to be simply, you know, just first world problems. Because, I mean, the last thing the world needs is a second Meghan Markle Prince Harry interview with Oprah when so many people are literally jobless, homeless, unsure where their next meal will come from or sick or grieving the loss of a loved one, you know. But at the same time, feelings are feelings and they're real and they're relative as our problems. And the thing is, I know that most of us are facing different obstacles, but we're all ending up with this same feeling of hopelessness. We are sick and tired of what literally feels like Groundhog Day, sick and tired of bad news every day, sick and tired of waking up bracing for impact, wondering what else could go wrong today, or even just sick and tired of the same kind of day every day after day after day every day, the same thing, you know, sick and tired of the same old routine with not much excitement. And if that's how you feel, then let me tell you something. You're normal. And this is called being stuck in a rut. That saying exists for a reason. It is not unique to you or me. It's common to all humans. It's a human phenomenon. And it happens worldwide to all people at some point. And recently, it seems like we're all experiencing this simultaneously as a group. So many of us are feeling like every day feels like the same, you know? So much so that it's hard sometimes to even remember what day of the week it is. And it's so hard to be inspired that we count our success by the fact that we keep moving forward one foot after the other until we make it to the end of the day. You know, we're unmotivated, unfulfilled, and just somewhat hopeless because even if we notice um, and, and we want it to change, we aren't sure how or why, given that there really doesn't seem to be much to look forward to these days, you know? And th that feeling, feeling like this, sucks. And it just it feels like you're stuck. So how do you get unstuck? The first thing that would be helpful is if you can identify the source of your rut, you know? It can be that you are afraid that you'll never be successful or that you'll never make enough money or that you'll never get healthy again, or that you'll never be able to travel or see people you love. It can also be, you know, so many little things that, they're, that are causing it that it's just hard to identify them all. And maybe there just isn't one thing, but rather the impact of the general anxiety and depression vibe that's permeating our world these days, which can totally penetrate our individual energy and lower our individual vibration. 
So if you can identify the cause, that's a good thing because then you can start looking at specific solutions for that particular thought or fear, you know, but if you can't, you can still work on the following things, okay? Number one, you can take care of yourself. It is very common for people, particularly women, to prioritize other people's needs above their own, especially when there are so many people in need all around us. You know, we start suffering by osmosis. Like we're watching the news and we see so many people suffering and we start suffering for them, with them, and we can't even think of ourselves. But self-care is so important and it starts with self-compassion. You may feel like you are overweight and ungroomed and, you know, just so not yourself lately that you don't even want to look at yourself and you don't even know where to start with in terms of, you know, where to start addressing the plethora of issues <laughs> that you see in the mirror. But you have to start with self-acceptance and self-forgiveness because maybe you haven't taken great care of yourself for a while and it's okay. And if you are alive right now, that is literally all you need to start changing anything that you aren't happy with one tiny bit at a time. Um, you know, you can start with a quick assessment of how well you've been taking care of you. Have you been eating well? Are you sleeping enough? Have you been spending enough time with people who care about you and who support you? If something is lacking in the self-care department, now is the time to address it. Healthy food, adequate sleep, daily exercise, and social support are all essential to your physical and your emotional health. Look for ways to treat yourself a little better. Taking care of yourself ensures that you have energy to stay focused and excited about your life. Number two, change your routine. Feeling stuck, all, <laughs> all it is, like it, it stems from boredom because humans are creatures of habit. And if, if part of what's causing you this awful feeling is the repetitiveness of each day, why not find ways to change it up? It may be hard if you're still on lockdown, you know, but, and also if you're scared or unable to go anywhere. But thanks to social media and to technology, you know, that's like one of the, the few things that are great about social media and technology is that you can have numerous experiences without leaving your home. For instance, you can sign up for a remote class. My friend Charlotte owns an awesome company called Breathe Strength, right? And after she was forced to shut down her yoga and wellness studios after the pandemic, she picked up, she picked up the pieces, right? And she started an online streaming service that is actually awesome. And she formed this entire online community. And like her, there are numerous other possibilities for remote physical exercise classes or remote learning. You know, you can learn a foreign language. You can take a course in something, even things like pottery, you just buy the, the stuff and you, you, you know, follow the instructor and you're still with other people, even though it's remote, it's not the same. I agree, but it's something and you can meet somebody there, um, and start a new friendship, you know, and even some libraries are offering, you know, free library classes and library presentations and then the regular programming from your library might actually be available online these days. So you should check it out. And, you know, you should also strike up a conversation. Talking to new people is a great way to expand your social connections. Plus, you will learn interesting things about people around you. You know, whether you have, you're going to be like rekindling an old friendship or if you literally just join an online club, like you can try meetup.com or you join some fan club for something that you love. Like I love Dave Matthews Band. I belong to all these fan clubs. And, and you can start talking about things that are common interest to you. You can meet people online and make friends. And, you know, in the very least, you can actually talk up to someone new about something that interests you and that can add some excitement to your life. 
And um, number three, you should have some fun. Because one thing I noticed that I have rarely uh, done lately is turn on the TV. Literally in the last 15 months or so, I just, I just haven't watched much TV at all. I used to watch all these mindless shows, you know, uh, that was like, but I literally, even before the pandemic, I think in like the end of 2019, I was just really, really busy with work and I felt like, you know, I just couldn't focus on anything. And, um, I just haven't had the interest and I can't really explain why the thing is, There are numerous new shows out there. And even those old shows that I stopped watching, for whatever reason, they still entertain me. Like, I put it on randomly yesterday, and, and it was really good for my mind. Because I was having a really bad day, and it just distracted my mind. And it gave me, like, this renewed sense of hope that life is still going on outside of these four walls that I'm under, or inside of. And I have learned that giving myself permission to have fun and be happy is crucial for me to find joy and to raise my vibration. It can also make me more creative too, because I'm a very visual person. So I like movies and sitcoms and shows and whatnot because it stimulates my mind. Just because I haven't finished something at work or just haven't completely gotten you know my home to look as I wanted to, it doesn't mean that I can't Take some time to unwind and to have a good time, you know, and distract myself. So you should do that too. I mean, I'm not necessarily talking about watching TV, but anything that like allows you to have fun, go do that. If you like singing karaoke, go sing karaoke. If you, you know, if you like to dance in front of the mirror, dance in front of the mirror. If you want to play the piano, whatever it is, cook, do whatever. Number four, go outside. There are infinite numbers of studies that show that going for a walk in nature lowers your blood pressure, decreases your stress level, boosts your immunity response, and just allows you to distract your mind from all of the internal demons. And I have always loved, 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 loved walking and hiking. And recently, since I realized that I'm really stuck in this rut, I started walking around my new neighborhood and it has seriously helped. You know, not only can being outside increase your mental wellness, But studies also have shown that it enhances your creativity as well. So next time you're feeling bogged down, try going for a walk. Okay, let go of the thoughts circling around your brain. You know, pay attention to the world around you. Allow yourself to relax and think of new things and enjoy the beauty that you see. If nothing else, it's a great way to get some exercise. And you will return to your everyday life with a renewed sense of wonder. Number five, find or create something to look forward to. Because that's one thing that's lacking in a lot of our lives. You know, we, we are hopeless because we have nothing to look forward to for the most part. But whether it's the first trip that you're going to go as soon as you have money or as soon as the pandemic is over or as soon as you're able to use your vacation days or as soon as you get both shots of your COVID vaccine or whether you want to embark on a new career or whatever it may be uh, that would give you some sort of joy and purpose, start planning for it and working on it right now. Write it down, research it, book that trip, sign up for that course, whatever it is, just do it. It will give you something to look forward to. And with that, you know, with that, it will actually give you a sense of purpose, which is crucial. Or, you know, um, you will find this renewed excitement as you work more and, and more towards this new project each day. And not only that, visualizing your ideal life or experience and writing it down is as wonderful as actually having it a lot of times. And it's a great manifesting tool as well. So that fantasy that you have with that hot girl or that hot guy, just 
Think, keep thinking about it. If you think about it enough, it might actually come true. Number six, squash perfectionism. Seriously, just squash it. Perfectionism is not a quality. It's a curse. If you are a perfectionist, no matter how hard you try or, or, you know, or how well you do whatever you do or whatever you're working on, it's never going to be enough. And not feeling enough is a horrible feeling. So why would anyone want to feel that way? Especially when no one is perfect. So it's an impossible standard to achieve. And trying to achieve perfection is literally a waste of energy. And you're just setting yourself up for failure. You've got to recognize that done is better than perfect. In other words, rather than trying to make a project perfect, just be happy with the fact that you've completed it. And try not to you know, start too many projects. I'm not saying that there's a limit to how many dreams you can have and things you want to do. But I think that a lot of times when we are very excited, we start a bunch of things and we finish nothing. And that can also create this like horrible feeling inside. Um, but if that rocks your boat, then go with it, you know, or like not rocks your boat, floats your boat, rocks your boat. It's not a good thing. Um, so, you know, think of that, you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be perfect because if left unchecked, perfectionism can actually keep you just like spinning your wheels for a very long time. And instead you should actually focus on completing these projects, you know, and moving forward rather than striving for that perfection. Let yourself make the mistakes. Embrace the fact that you have given your best effort and move on. In time, you will actually be much more productive and creative when you're no longer, you know, tethered to perfectionism. Besides, the best artists and writers and professionals and athletes, like in virtually anyone that's super successful, they're the ones that made the most mistakes because it's out of those mistakes that came the most valuable lessons that made them better than everybody else around them. And look, we will get through this. I promise you. And if, you know, none of this is possible for you for whatever reason, if none of this is possible for you right now, that's okay too. Because sometimes when you are in a storm, the best thing to do is just wait it out and just do nothing because it too shall pass. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at highvibeadvocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.